0: What is up, guys? You are listening to the Montreal Madness Podcast with your host, Tony Montreal. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back for another episode. Uh, with me this week is the one, the only, who attends Ohio State, Colby Hillagas. How's it going, Colby?
1: Good, man Oh SU. Uh. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's always been my honor to be on Caller Daddy.
0: <laughs> well, this is the next best thing.
1: Oh, this ain't it? <laughs> no, this <Okay>. isn't
0: it. <laughs> uh, well, glad to have you on here, Colby. Um, so let's just get down to it here. Um, so a little bit of controversy in Pittsburgh. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, on his recent podcast, Out of Left Field, says that the Steelers no longer abide by the quote-unquote Steeler way. Uh, what are your first initial thoughts of Big Ben going on his podcast and, you know, saying like a controversial thing like that during the middle
1: of the season. Yeah. Um, shout out to the second best podcast recorded in the uh, Pennsylvania state lines. <laughs> um Big Ben podcast ballin'. Footballing. Footballin'. Uh I mean he's not wrong, is he? I don't think no, I don't uh, think he is. The standard is no longer the standard in Pittsburgh. Mm-mm. And I think he's taking a little bit of a dig at Tomlin, but shout out Ben for not being uh, superficial mm-hmm. and willing to call people out. Maybe you know it's time to get Big Ben in the back in the building. I wouldn't mind that one bit. That'd be that'd be insane.
0: That would be. <laughs> he just suits up. It's like screw it. Me, I, I, give me my old uniform back, yeah. and I'll sling it for three hundred <laughs> yards and at least two touchdowns. Something Kenny Pickett can't do to save his life. Nah, ben could do what
1: Kenny does left handed. <laughs> yes, even with two
0: shot knees and yep. a shot elbow.
1: Yep, I think. Uh, no, I meant more like maybe with a headset. But
0: oh, yeah, I could see that. Although I'm like, I really wouldn't want him as an OC, just because like he really didn't do a lot of film studying that stuff when he played. He just used all natural talent, right. like. I don't see him putting in 18-hour days whenever he didn't do that as a player. You know what I mean? Now he's
1: got kids that he's worried about. Yeah, yeah. like I don't he doesn't need that. I don't think it's in his interest either. Yeah, but um,
0: no. him talking about the Steeler way, though, like, I don't know about you, but I think it's about damn time the Steelers go away from the Steeler way. You know, because what, what is Steeler way? You're loyal, you're patient, and you work through the draft, and, and you work through the draft solely. You know, you you can't build a football team like that anymore. Like, name me one elite team that goes about, you know, um, those three things. Like, no, no team is, you know, that patient where they let Matt Canada stick around for two and a half, almost three years being, you know, just plain shit, you know. Like, you know, and they're so loyal, like I said. Like, I think the Steelers honestly need to get away from the Steelers way in order to be competitive again, you know. So I don't actually – when Big Ben says that the Steelers got gotten away from the Steeler way, I think they need to get rid of it altogether. You know what
1: right. I mean? Right. Um. When I think of the Steeler way, I mean, you're talking, you know, off the field. I think run the rock, good defense, not much throwing, and I don't know if that's the recipe for success And It's not. NFL. I mean, you
0: look at the Ravens. They've been, with Lamar Jackson, a run-heavy offense. I know it's mixed with a quarterback. But they're one of the only two teams in the NFL this year who have run the ball more than pass. And we've seen that in the past few years of Lamar and the Ravens, and they've only won one playoff game with that strategy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have to have some sort Drawing of a run facts. game to be competitive, but ultimately you have to be able to throw the ball,
1: you know? Right. That's
0: right. just today's NFL. And the NFL is doing laps around the
1: Steelers organization. Right. I mean, look at the last couple of Super Bowl teams. The yep. Chiefs, there every year with below average defense, Good mm-hmm. pass rush. That's really all you have to have. Yes. You really aren't going to have a successful team without a pass rush. Mm-hmm. And we're paying how much money? And sometimes our pass rush isn't even doing anything. Exactly. Um, pass rush with the Chiefs, and other than that, they're just outscoring you mm-hmm. every year. I mean, this year kind of not looking like they'll make a run, but who knows? They'll probably get lucky and find. Well, a I mean, way they have the best player play. in football, so you just don't matter. Know. Doesn't yep. matter. They have, the one guy, receivers. they have the one guy nobody else has. Yep. Paddy the Batty, <laughs> Kermit the frog. Kermit the catch-up.
0: <laughs> but then you look at other teams around the league, like San Francisco. I mean, you can tell you want about how they have, like, the best system and any quarterback can play in it. But guess what? Brock Purdy still has to make the throws. Right. Still has to read the right. field and everything. And he's doing a tremendous job. And he's throwing the ball 30 times a game. Damn near. You always look at the stat sheet. 27, 28, 30, 33 pass attempts. Like, yeah, they have Christian McCaffrey in that elite offensive line, but guess what? When push comes to shove, it's Purdy throwing the rock.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they do run the ball very effectively a good bit, too. But the difference between them running the ball and the Steelers running the ball is all the motion. Mm -hmm. They can do all the play action you see in San Francisco. You don't ever see that out of Pittsburgh. It's just Mm -mm. line up and try to run down your throat with a subpar offensive line. Mm -hmm. No Trent Williams. No.
0: They don't have anybody of that caliber on that offensive line.
1: Maybe Broderick mm-hmm. Jones one day, yeah. but
0: as of right now, you know, I mean, obviously he's good enough to where he's starting now, yeah. and ever since he started, the run game there for at least, what, three or four weeks there was really clicking over 150 yards a game on the ground. They averaged before the, the shit show that we've witnessed the past week and a half, losing to two and ten teams back-to-back weeks. Before that, you know, they were they were running the ball really, really well, Um But then, yeah, these last two losses have demoralized the Steelers, and that's the reason why Big Ben said what he said. And I don't blame him. And, you know, like I just said a few minutes ago, you know, I think the Steelers need to – besides for the the on-the-field stuff, like you mentioned, off-the-field stuff is where they need to get away from the Steelers way. That's what I'm mainly focused on when I say about that. I I feel like Big Ben was talking on the field. um, And, you know, yeah, he might have an argument there, but, like, all their wins, though, that they've had this year – still comes from, you know, toughness, you know, defense. Mm-hmm. You know, defense has won them every single game. The Ugly. offense has not bailed the defense out for a win all season long. Nope. And, hell, even the past three years, the offense ha- hasn't able to bail the Steelers out. I mean, what's the most points they scored so far this year on offense? I think it's, what, 23 23? or 24 against the Raiders back in Week 2. Or Week 2 or Week 3, whatever it was, right. early in the season. World That's just... You're not gonna win to yet. Miami NFL.
1: Dolphins average thirty one points a game. Yeah. In our highest games, twenty three
0: points. <laughs> that's pretty sad, Colby. Um
1: there's levels to it.
0: Yeah, and they are at the bottom of the barrel.
1: <laughs> that's why we need Cliff Kingsbury. If you're listening, Cliff, come to Pittsburgh.
0: I mean, do you see that's a realistic option or do you see that as just a pipe dream? I have no
1: idea. That's more of a pipe dream. I mean I'm not the only I've I've kind of come up with that on my own, but I've also seen that on social media, people saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even know if that's even in consideration, but now, I've heard I think he's inter- at USC right now. Yes,
0: yeah, but a lot of people are saying he might get canned now. Really? Or was, No, that's Lincoln Riley.
1: Right, right. I think, I'm pretty sure oh, he no, has he something is to the OC- do with yeah, he, I USC. Think he is I is think he USC? He I'm not sure what yeah. he does, but I'm pretty sure he's in the coaching staff somewhere. I there. mean,
0: obviously, if he gets a job back in the NFL, I think he'd take that 100%
1: probably not there right now.
0: I mean, I th- I feel like that's not um an indicator of like, you know, nobody wants him so he went to the college football level. I feel like he wanted to go to the college possibly, football level the work of yeah. Caleb Williams. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it didn't work out for USC this year as far as, you know, just total wins or whatever, but you know, he's responsible for like Caleb Williams being possibly the number 1 overall uh draft pick or at least the number 1 quarterback in next year's draft. So, who's to say that an NFL team like the Steelers, you know, looks that and be like, oh, wow, he turned Caleb Williams or he made Caleb Williams into, you know, the best quarterback in the draft class this year. You know, yeah, we want you on our team. You know, come back to the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got to be a lot easier to do that with Caleb Williams than whenever Kenny Two Gloves that we're working (laughs) (laughs) with. Kenny, my (laughs) putty. There's a big talent gap there if you ask me. Yeah,
0: I mean, what what do you think – who do you think would be the right O.C.? I know a name floated around was Brian Greasy. Remember him? Or Brian Grease. Brian Greasy. I forget how you pronounce his last name. Oh,
1: here's who is
0: he? Um, he used to be a quarterback in the NFL, I believe, for the Dolphins and the 49ers, mm. I believe. And now he's on the 49ers coaching staff. Um, you know, More specifically, working with Brock Purdy. He's done a hell of a job with him. Mm. Um, you know, So that name's been floating around for the Steelers. I feel like that would be a great fit. I mean, if, if there's even a slight sliver of a chance, Kenny Pickett can t- turn into a top 15 quarterback. I feel like that's the one guy where you know if you want that to happen, you got to bring him in.
1: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that will happen for Kenny no matter who we bring in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think an offensive coordinator is our biggest uh, biggest need right now. Wait, I what? Think, you don't think offensive coordinator? I are think we need team? it, but I think we just have so many needs that I don't think an offensive coordinator is going to turn this team into a contender
0: yeah I, I i hear what you're saying though but i mean you've got to get a new that's need. creative right. that can utilize yeah. their playmakers put them in the best positions which is something we're last at in the nfl i feel like yeah you know you know getting the balls in our playmakers hands giving them space to work with like you know that's something the 49ers that's their bread and butter you know they they let debo and kittle and iu and mccaffrey and those guys they draw up plays for them to get them out in the open space and for them just to work their magic, and that's something the Steelers don't do because they're not creative. They they have an yeah. elementary run offense. Like it, it's it just it's so bad and so pedestrian and so predictable. I mean, I I, I feel like you know, yeah, I I'm I completely on board with you. Where you know Kenny Pickett, you know, he's not helping the situation, and you know they should probably move move on from him. But I I feel like though if they have if they had a competent OC. You know, and, and, you know, a good scheme and good game plans and a good offensive play caller, they would at least be eight and five, if not nine and four right now, even with Kenny, Kenny, my putty hurts picket at quarterback. I don't know. You see all these yeah. backup quarterbacks like Jake Browning and all those guys. You know, no one's ever heard of them. And, you know, he's right. putting up, num- they're putting up numbers Um, because their offenses are actually run good. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not like we don't have the talent either. I mean, I know Deontay Johnson and, George Pickens are a bunch of ball babies and everything right. like that, but they're talented. You know yeah. what I mean? There's no denying the talent yeah. there.
1: Yeah, it's a tough situation. It's a tough time to be a Steeler fan, man. Yeah. I mean, this is, as someone who's been a fan since Tommy Maddox was there. Tommy young the first Maddox. first time. I mean, I was really young, but all I those mean, years of Ben. I remember the ben, Al-Stewart days back
0: in 2001.
1: Yeah, it's was before my time, but mm-hmm. all those years of Big Ben – Always excited to watch the Steelers, no matter what you just felt like you had to get to playoffs and we had a chance
0: oh yeah, you were never having Ben a quarterback, yeah,
1: I don't have that feeling this year i don't I, I don't had have any the past couple years right i don't have I don't have any interest in devoting three and a half hours to watching this team right now yeah, so no, I feel you on that sucks when they're on solo games like Saturday and last Thursday where I have to watch them. Yeah, exactly. Like, Renzo, Red Zone's not even going to be on, mm-hmm. like, for crying out
0: loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Now, are you part of the bandwagon where you're tired of Tomlin and you want him gone or
1: do you still believe in him? Um, I gotta say, I'm pretty on the fence. You know, if you had asked me this about three or four weeks ago, um, maybe maybe two months ago, I definitely would have fought for Tomlin but this year's been kind of eye-opening mm-hmm. and i don't know i believe in omar i do i am a big omar Khan fan right. what what he did in this draft
0: and right. you know you can shit talk you know the current roster right now i thought he did a hell of a job of bringing in some guys in it that can agents, like that isaac Ciamalu. Yeah. um you know uh oh my god who else did they that put?
1: linebacker that Oh yeah, two of
0: them, Quan Alexander and Cole Holcomb. I mean, they were playing excellent until they, you know, got hurt, and that's not the GM's fault, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I I think he's done a hell of a job so far in a short stint as GM. Uh I just think
1: Tomlin included
0: yeah, he had a hell of a draft. Probably yeah. top three, top four draft last year he had. And he was responsible for that. Um and uh, you know, I just think the whole coaching staff, Tomlin included, is hurting this team so much. Like, how, if you're like Isaac Sayamalu, okay, has has been underperforming by his standards because he came from the Eagles. And everybody um, who I know as an Eagles fan, including uh, Storm, um, I know he's mentioned to me that how, like, you know, yeah, he was an integral part of that offensive line. Now it's like he's a shell of himself right now. Why mm-hmm. is that? You know, Kevin Dodson, they released, they cut him after training oh, camp. Good he's been. one of the best-graded offensive linemen in the league right now mm-hmm. playing for the Rams. That just tells me yeah. right then and there, that's all coaching. Yeah, and been I've been off the Tomlin bandwagon since 2017. been a long lost, time, I know. Yeah, when they lost that playoff game the Jacksonville, 45-42. to You know, a defensive coach, they'll allow Blake Bortles to put up 45 in your ass, and I don't care what excuses you have. Oh, the secondary was shit. Shazier got hurt that year for the rest of his career. Um, you know, I don't want to hear. A defensive-minded coach against the Jacksonville Jaguars and Blake Bortles should not have given up 45 freaking points. Since then, I have not been a Tomlin believer, and you know the six years afterwards, I'm looking like the right guy right here. They need to get yeah.
1: rid of him right now. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a quite the take, but I think looking back to those years, we were really set back by the Terrell admins. Devin Bush drafts Ryan Ryan Shazier is great, but you look at those three defensive draft picks, draft capital spent on those three guys. What we get, maybe. Four good years out of the linebackers combined. There, Terrell Edmonds was a much, It was a subpar safety for us all them years. I mean, no, no
0: but I. I, I just back.
1: think we did terrible job drafting defensive players back then. But we had a we had an us. elite
0: offense. Okay, right. Like, we just like, needed a little. Like bit Like you just help. said earlier, you don't need a an elite defense anymore. You you just need a pedestrian defense who can
1: rush we the quarterback have a and have it. an elite we didn't offense. Have a pass rush back then.
0: We were leading the sacks. We were leading in sacks every year. We were having 50, 55 sack years and leading the league. I
1: don't even know who our, who was our pass rush. We had um we had Hayward, like we had Watt
0: back in 2017. Yeah. Um you know, and we were we were still doing that fire zone blitz with uh Keith Butler then. no, it wasn't yeah, like was it was one defense. guy getting all the sacks. We had multiple multiple guys getting 8, 9 sacks, but it was right. like four or five of them. I mean, look it up. We were having 45, 50, 55 sack years and leading the league um, almost consecutively every year, you know, in total sacks. Um, So we were able to rush the quarterback and stuff, and we were able to outscore people. And you would think as a great defensive-minded head coach, like everybody says Tomlin is, you know, he would have taken that group of, you know, misfit secondary and at least been, you know, uh, capable of holding another team to under 25 points, and you know we could score, thirty points with A, B, Ben, and Bell. Right. You know? That should have been the recipe. And, you know, it, it just it just
1: didn't happen. Yeah, a good defensive coach should be able to take a team that's exactly here to at least here. They don't have to be top tier if without the talent. You gotta be at least middle And of the pack. and that
0: and that's what I've been saying all along.
1: And you know yeah. and we haven't had a good secondary in Years, maybe a decade since we had a good It's probably secondary. been since the Troy
0: Palamala, Ryan Clark, Ike Taylor days where yeah, we had that saying. probably, it's probably a top been a decade, ten secondary.
1: A decade. Mm-hmm. But, I mean. Not that you need the best secondary to be good. I you mean, don't. You Seattle's, need the best offense to be right. good. Right. Seattle's only defense that I remember having a fantastic uh, Legion secondary. Legion of boom. That made a run at it. Mm-hmm. that was actually carried them. But, but that is, but,
0: I mean, then you had Russell Wilson known as yeah, prime. They had, they had you know, fantastic. without Russell Wilson, yeah. they don't go that far, man. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that helped tremendously, and that won them a lot of games, but what took them over the top was Russell Wilson. Right. You know, and obviously you can sprinkle away Marshall and Lynch in there and stuff, but the key focal point to that team is a good quarterback. Is a good quarterback, yes. Under six foot. Un- hey, that's what, height doesn't matter. You look at Drew Small Brees. Small hands. <laughs> <laughs> but he never wore gloves, though. He right. never wore
1: gloves. Right, and he can actually throw the damn. He has some arm. He has some arm talent. Yeah, I and mean,
0: Kenny doesn't have arm talent. No
1: either. arm talent. I mean, got to be the worst arm talent at, out of the thirty-two starting quarterbacks. He's one year. of them. One of them. Healthy, like week one starting quarterbacks. I can't mm-hmm. think of a quarterback with less arm talent. It's funny. I read
0: something, and I don't know how this made sense, but um, apparently, Dordan, like you know, OTAs and even training camp, a lot of people said that you know pick it you know picked up with his velocity on his throws and stuff like that. He looked like he had zip, more zip on the ball. And then come week 1 against San Fran, it's like he lost all that. And without injury, I don't know how you know these people are saying how he has more zip on the ball now. You know, he can throw it harder and everything. Then all of a sudden without an injury, you you don't you lost it. Like how in the hell does that happen? Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand that at all unless when it comes to the actual game, he's under all that pressure and everything, it, the kid can't hack it.
1: Yeah. You know too nice not confident enough mm-hmm. i don't know i think we were spoofed by one good year at Pitt.
0: exactly anyway it, it was his fifth or sixth year and he was playing against 18 19 year olds and he was 23 24 right. like come on come you know on <laughs> <laughs> what was he <laughs> 26 crazy yeah i think he's still playing in the nfl though right wasn't on the rams somewhere. last That's year I was yeah rams, he might be yeah. still in the rams this year i'm not sure about that um but uh yeah, looking really bleak for the Steelers this year. But uh,
1: the linebacker, I'm thinking Landon Roberts was a good. Oh, yeah, that like was another one. Yeah, that was another yeah. good pickup, Landon Roberts. Yep. And I think we've been missing him since he went out, too.
0: No, nah, no, he actually didn't miss a game. He missed the the second half of the Cardinals game, but then he actually played Thursday night against the Patriots. Right. Yep. Right. But he can do it all. You know what I mean? And he's he's more of a run-stuffing linebacker, whereas Holcomb and Kawan Alexander, they are more of your, you know, Third down linebackers, they can play every down essentially. Atlanta Roberts, yes, he's you know a really good run, much like Vince Williams. Vince Williams yeah. is amazing on first and second down, but you didn't have him in there on third down because he had yeah. a hard time in coverage. Right.
1: Um, Speaking of guys we cut or didn't keep and are blossoming elsewhere, how about Bob Spillane in Las Vegas?
0: Yeah, that's another. That's another solid good point. Run.
1: Solid linebacker. I
0: think he's top five in total tackles this year. <laughs> really? He has a couple interceptions so far. I think he returned one for a touchdown two, a few one, weeks ago. He had
1: two in one game, I believe, that one
0: week. Yes, it was on Sunday right. Night Football. Yeah. I forget who it was, but, yeah, it was a primetime game. Or maybe it was Thursday night. I think it was might Thursday been, night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean. He might have I, had one against us. Did he have a pick against us? No, that, that was the only game in Pickett's career he threw for multiple touchdown passes. 3-1, the That's Calvin crazy. Austin, the Pat Fryer his right. only game in
1: 24 starts <laughs> right <laughs> Too much impressive it is <laughs> you not know, just get lucky he's had a lot of lucky touchdown passes or his stats would be really bad Like, yeah, especially both Browns games were touchdown passes of like 70 yards to Pickens and Warren yeah, the and then the one off. against the
0: Ravens where for some odd reason the uh, Ravens ran cover 0 and then Pickens just beat his guy one-on-one, and Pickett all he had to do was hand right. the you know, make sure he didn't overthrow him, and Pickens was not even for a touchdown. Like, that's how right. he's – he's not throwing the ball in between two defenders like you see Mahomes and Allen and those type of quarterbacks do it. Yeah. He, he can't do that.
1: On occasion he does, and then there's times where he does, and the re- what game was that that Pickens dropped the, the ball in the end? Titans. There? Not dropped it. He caught it and stepped yeah, out. Yeah,
0: he didn't drag his feet, and he had yeah. all the room in the world to drag his foot there. Yeah. Anyway. Um but yeah, so the Steelers play the Colts this weekend and you gotta think this is a playoff game for the Steelers. Both teams are seven and six. Um, you know, if you lose this game, you're more than likely out of the wild card right now. If you win, um you're still, you know, in it. You know, the Steelers are the sixth seed right now at seven and six. Um do you see is there any positive going into this game where you see the Steelers winning? Because the Colts are looking good, even Gardner Minshew, another backup quarterback who's, you know, playing you know, at least average, and you know taking the Colts to at
1: least a winning record right now. Right, I think this has the making to be a really exciting game. Um, these are Steelers two Steelers, and th- exciting in the same sense. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not exciting, maybe ugly. <laughs> exciting. I mean, these are two defenses that love to turn the ball over. Yes, get turnovers. I should say. Mm-hmm. So, I
0: mean, Colts had a pick six. I know they played like shit last week against the right. but they had a pick, pick six.
1: six. Yeah. Um. No, usually I feel like when you're asking, is there any sunlight for the Steelers? Here is the kind of game when they come out and look really good um, after looking really bad. I feel like we've been on that kind of roller coaster for a while with this team. Um, but no, I would never bet on the Steelers to win this game. I wouldn't either. We're wouldn't. in Lucas Oil, right?
0: Yeah, we're we're at yeah. home. I mean, we're on the road. On the road. Yeah.
1: No. No. Colts by a billion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I get your point where, like, you know, we always say, oh, the Steelers are done, and then what do you know? They win, and they, right. they produce a 9-8 season or whatever. But we, we said that last week again. when they got spanked by the Cardinals. We all thought, all right, there's no way the Steelers are, you know, um, losing the Patriots, and look what happened. You know what I mean? Um, I, I I really feel like the Steelers, in order for them to be good in the future, they have to suck now. And you know changes are made when you lose. You know uh, enough of this nine and eight bullshit. Enough of this squeaking to the wild card and get blown out by thirty to the number two seed. Um, you know it's not even a competitive game in the wild card round. Steelers need to go seven and ten or eight and nine to where change is finally necessary. Now you know what I mean. I'm 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 to that point right now to where yeah. obviously I'm a Steeler fan. I'm the root form every week. But big picture, looking down the road, this team needs to go seven and ten. 8-9. And, um, and for that reason, I'm picking the Steelers to lose this game. I'm saying the final score is going to be 27-13. to uh, twenty seven
1: I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I want the Steelers to lose out. Um, I've wanted that, I mean, probably for like the last three years. I want us mm-hmm. to lose down the stretch because I'm tired of winning games to get 500. Maybe sneak into the playoffs just to get our backs blown in by the Chiefs or something. Exactly. And... Get the twentieth what do we get pick at? Twenty second overall. Yeah, Just it's like twentieth,
0: it's a, it's low
1: right. high teens, low twenties. Right. A decade of this mediocrity of being five hundred and having a mid first round pick. We you can get some good talent, but then I mean if you really want to have some game breakers you gotta trade up like we did to get Broderick Jones and Yep. No, I think I, I hope we lose out. So yeah, I'm with you. Uh final score prediction. Give me Colts twenty four Steelers seventeen. Colts twenty four steelers seventeen. Yep, yep. I gotta I gotta pick it pick six in this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's let me a Trubisky pick six. Or oh, yeah, Trubisky, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and on here, I'm just a little side I even, note.
1: I forgot about that. I yeah. forgot Mitch is gonna be in
0: A Little side note. Uh you know, I know Trubisky has a tendency to turn the ball over, but he also can score a couple touchdowns per game. It's like a wash with those two. <sighs> with Kenny Pickett you're going to get no touchdowns, but more often than not, he doesn't turn the ball over. With Mitch Trubisky, is, does he turn the ball over? Yes, but he's also going to give you a couple touchdowns like you did against New England. They're they're the same quarterback, it just they do it differently. You know right. what I mean? Both mediocre, right. both suck. Right. The only sad too part...
1: Way, Two ways to get to an L. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. <laughs> the only sad part is they're paying Mitch damn near $10 million a year to be the backup. He's the highest paid backup in the NFL.
1: Isn't that, is that so? Yep did not know that. You didn't know that? Drop some knowledge on me, Montreal. Yeah, that's what I'm here for, buddy. That is madness. Dude, that is madness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, why did we draft Kenny Pickett when we were paying Mitch in the first place? To, to what me, did we see in Kenny Pickett that we're like, oh, yeah, he's going to... He had this, isn't this, and this better than Mitch Trubisky. Not, I didn't see anything. I didn't either.
0: And I honestly thought when they signed Mitch, Unreal. that meant that they were not going to draft a quarterback.
1: And yeah, and, and I hope really too. And
0: I, and I really thought that was the start of the rebuild. You know, the yeah. Steelers were actually going to do a rebuild. You know, get a top ten pick in the next couple years, yeah. and then you draft your quarterback when you have a good offensive line, when you have a good yes. team surrounding him. Yes. You know, and then a quarterback can flourish like that. You know, yes. these teams that suck, and they draft the quarterback high in the first round, and then ex- like like you look at um Jet. Bryce Bryce Young,
1: Panthers, mm-hmm. Jets, you know Bears. Zach Wilson
0: in them, Justin Fields even
1: brought in the Texans. <laughs> I think that uh, team's I, crazy. That, I mean, they're a good team. I mean, nobody thought that's the epitome of what Steelers wish we could do and we can't.
0: Yeah. Yep. And they also what that uh,
1: what it take a head
0: coaching change. Demarco Ryan's DeMico.
1: very yep.
0: D'Amico Ryan's. I'm sorry, yep. D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, very very good head coach and uh, came from the San Francisco way. 49ers. Yeah. Um. Has I mean they deserve to be in the playoffs over the Steelers.
1: Yeah, it's unreal that these are. I don't know. What the Texans, their records are very close. They're 7-6. Same record. Which is very
0: weird because it's, the Texans have the head-to-head, yet they're out of the playoffs. The Steelers are in. I don't understand that.
1: I saw that, too. I saw that, too. I thought the week. first
0: tiebreaker went head-to-head.
1: Is it uh, division record, I think? Maybe that's it. The Steelers sure are 3-1 in the division right now. It and should be head-to-head. It should be head-to-head. I don't know least. why that, that wouldn't be like the number one tiebreaker. But, yeah, yeah. I think division or conference record. Probably conference record. No, I think or strength of conference or
0: it it's something to do with that. All right, now you're getting some CFP strength <laughs> <do>, of wins. <laughs> Let's go back to the committee here.
1: Her <laughs> up to to be a one seed.
0: Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Penn State would be the one seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but
0: yeah, like you know, you, you you draft these quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks in the shittiest situations. No wonder they suck. You know what I mean? Like, you have to build a build a good team first, yeah. then you take your quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I thought the Steelers were going to do, and they did it. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to cost them a couple years before they get good again, if yeah. not more.
1: Yeah, when we drafted Pickett, I wanted us to just ride it out with Mitch. And if that meant going 4-13, and 13, then I'd have been happy with it because it meant a good quarterback in this year's draft, and who would that have been? CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, yep. which I don't know what you think about him, but Anthony Richardson, any one of them. Yeah, I are feel like the jury.
0: I feel like the jury's still out on uh, Bryce Young. Yep. Um, just just because the Panthers are so bad, dude. Yeah, I like they're they're I mean, terrible. Which I'm really surprised though that they fired Mark Wright. You know. I know the owner after he fired him like, like, Yeah, we're a patient football team. Like, you even give the guy yeah. a full year. Like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? Um, so I'm surprised he got can. That's right. another name that I forgot to mention when I said about Brian Greasy. I mean, I think feel like Mark Reich would be a really good fit in Pittsburgh. Right. He's an offensive guy. Uh, offenses, former quarterback, you know, yeah. he, he works well with quarterbacks. Um, you know, I thought they they would have kept around, you know, long term because of uh Bryce Young. But
1: yeah.
0: I mean that just shows you how as poor of an organization the Panthers are. Yeah. How bad they're run.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can complain and bitch about the Steelers, but it would definitely be a lot harder to be a fan of some teams like the Panthers, the Jets, the Giants. Yeah. I mean, those are some organizations that just don't ever seem to get it right over the last, you know, decade or so. Yeah. But.
0: Tell me, DeVito be better than Pickett, though. Gabagool Tommy DeVito Gabagool Without a doubt (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah Alright let's stop talking about the shitty Steelers here Let's Uh, uh, let's,
1: talk about something more positive
0: Yeah how about um, the NBA in-season tourney Uh, We watched the Lakers Pacers game Last week the championship game I guess you want to call it And the Lakers ended up winning Hang the banner (laughs) Yeah hang the banner Um, Did you see LeBron's little thing (laughs) where like Apparently he was caught on video like He acted like he was smoking out of it Did you see that? Uh-uh. He like he was lighting up the um uh, uh the trophy or whatever, and then he sucked it in like he was no, smoking I out of it. That. Yeah, he got to watch it. That was funny. But um, what do you think that does for the sport? You think it's a good thing they had this little in season tourney?
1: Yeah, I mean, as someone who's been because in... you follow basketball right. a lot, and I for I followed basketball for about twelve years now, and I don't feel like I ever really care about it till football's over. So about February, I start to get into it. Yeah. Right, so I don't know if it's a little bit of Steelers being you know unwatchable mm-hmm. Buckeyes not really having anything going on that I'm caring about the basketball this year, yeah, but I found myself really interested in all those games i I think I watched all but one of the Lakers um in season tournament games and <clears throat> really felt like playoff basketball, you know, especially their son's game um. You know, the championship wasn't much of a game to even watch. It kind of blew him out. But yeah, that happens. I mean, some teams just want it uh, more than others. I saw today. I think um, the talent difference
0: was shown a little bit there, too. Yeah,
1: but I mean, that Pacers team is solid. They got through the Bucks. Halliburton's a superstar. Um, kind of having his coming out party this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw today uh, one of the Lakers bench players, rookie, I think. I even remember his name, I don't even know who the guy is, but he <laughs> was saying about how bad LeBron wanted to LeBron like promised them before the game they're gonna get. Yeah, the what does this do for, for his legacy? <laughs> well, it's his fifth ring. If we're being honest, it's his fifth ring. Oh, okay. I mean he's done something Michael Jordan could never <laughs> do. Michael Jordan never won in season tournaments. So no, he never did, you're right. It's his fifth
0: ring. MJ's
1: still better. He's now five for thirteen and we're not gonna go down that <laughs> we're not gonna go down that road
0: tonight. <laughs> That'd be a deep rabbit hole. Right. I mean so you feel like this helps the NBA with this in-season tournament. Yeah, it
1: gives people a reason and they they do it very well where they have it on nights that Tuesday nights like during football season Tuesday and Wednesday suck. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's perfect, you know. Yeah. So I think Tuesday nights were I think Tuesday and Fridays were the nights they were doing games. So I mean it was it was mm-hmm. just ideal. Yeah. Um,
0: Doesn't it if you're of college football either? Yeah, exactly.
1: Know? So I guess the championship was a Saturday night, but they waited till after the college football season was pretty much done. So, what's so. the
0: incentive? Uh, maybe you can elaborate more on this for the players. You will know, go and balls out, and you know, you know, playing hard, and you know, risk getting hurt. Because I know what what every player on the winning team gets 500k right. for winning it. Other than that, what was the incentive? Like, does the winner automatically get a playoff berth, or like, how does that work? Especially yeah, like with the regular season, like it, the more you play right. in the tournament, does that? you played that many more regular season game like how does that work
1: So the only game that doesn't count towards your 82 was the championship game. So two teams are going to play 83 games. Okay. Don't know, don't know the logistics of how So if you got eliminated the quarterfinals, you still play right. to somehow, make sure you get Somehow up? they must have it set up where they were still playing or they have an extra game maybe scheduled later down the road. I'm not okay. real sure. How that worked. They must have some kind of fluid system there. Um but I'd say the incentive. I mean, yeah, it's like all those years of LeBron and kind of setting the way of wait till just like April to start turning. Yeah, because that's playoff basketball, then. right? Right. So yeah, I mean, I think I think they need to have more incentive for teams to care about it. I've seen people, you know, talk about oh they should automatically get a playoff berth, something like that, mm-hmm. or, or um you know, top four seed or something. I don't really know. That kind of sounds unrealistic to have that as a as a Yeah, because what if, you, what, what that, if but... you just
0: go on a run in the tournament there, but then you finish, like, out right. of the third to last in the standings? Like, do they actually deserve to get in then? Right. Or, like, or like you could definitely bench your star players then for a couple
1: months, right. if not risk guaranteed... injury if you're automatically in the playoffs. Yeah, that so, team's yeah. not going to try the rest of the year until playoffs come around.
0: And speaking of that, didn't the NBA earlier this year um, talk about, like, you know, because like people like LeBron or whatever, they were having rest days. Like no longer you can know, have rest days. Weren't they in talks of that or something?
1: So the biggest thing is you have to play a certain number of games now to be eligible for an MVP. Really? Maybe even All Star game. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's probably All NBA award. And that's so, implemented right now. Yeah, this year. Okay. I don't remember the number. It was. It wasn't that hard to believe. It was like somewhere in the seventies, I believe. But. Oh wow. Okay. Still sit a couple games for rest. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't, like,
0: you know, force some guy to play 82 games a year, but you can't have him sitting, you know, 10, 20 games either. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, Cause especially whenever, let, let's say, you know, you're a big LeBron fan, you know, and you spend a lot of money to go to L.A. Right. to see the Lakers play, and then, oh, uh, the LeBron's a healthy scratch. You know right. what I mean? You, you don't want those fans to, you know, to tune off at NBA because, well, hell, you know. Why do I just? Why should I put my time and money into watching the NBA whenever the star players who I come to watch are sitting? You know what I mean. Yeah. They had to
1: do something. Yeah, that'd be devastating, and you've seen that for years of guys, tra- kids, you know, having a sign traveling to the stadium. Oh, I came from here just to watch this guy, and he's not playing. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, the NBA had to do something there, and I, you know, I feel, I feel like that's for the best. Right. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, when you look at. You know, Kawhi Leonard was one of the biggest superstars in the NBA, and I'm looking at his games played over the last couple of years. We've got last year in San Antonio 9 when he was injured, 60, 57, 52, 52. Wow. So just a little 60. over half. 60 was his highest over the last five years. Wow. And yep. that's without him
0: really being injured. That was just like a lot of rest games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's just without being injured. Wow. 52 last year. I mean, he had a little bit of injuries, but I think last year he was coming off an ACL injury the year before or something. But he sat out a whole – I mean, 21, 22, he didn't play the whole mm-hmm. year and then still only played 52 games last year. Yeah. Now, so. what
0: what do you think of, like, this new era of NBA where it's high scored? and you have 120 to 130-point uh, games? Um, you know, you don't have those, you know – uh, eighty to ninety scores, you know, right. eighty to eighty-five scores, where it's a lot of defense first. Um, how do you feel like in this new era of the NBA? Do you like it, dislike it? Because, like I said, I really don't watch basketball. I might watch a couple games a year, you know, maybe a couple playoff games. That's about it. So
1: yeah, you're one of the better answer that to me. Yeah, I mean, it'll it's definitely weird if you even see a game under a hundred now. Yeah. Like I remember 2016 Finals, the Cavs were. And the Warriors were tied at 86, in with until Kyrie hit the shot with like a, a minute to go, 86. Like you, that's unheard of now. Yeah, to be that low. But it, I mean, you look at like the record, like highest scoring games. There were games in like the 70s that were like 140 to 150 in regulation. I, I, I get that. I mean, that, they, but were, they, they were they were one-offs. Yeah, yeah, they can, were one-offs. You're right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They like to push offense, and it seems like. Every year, the NBA's gravitating towards just making it easy to score. Yeah,
0: and it's almost like a shooting contest too, where guys right. just take threes. Yeah. yeah, everyone
1: just shoots threes. I mean, three point, um, the whole three point thing that Steph Curry's kind of created it kind of sucks for basketball. It's not nearly as pretty as it used to be. No, I heard
0: of you ever hear of Colin Coward does the herd on mm-hmm. FS One? Yeah, so I remember him one show he said um all right you want to knock off three pointers cut off the uh the corner threes you literally you make the arc to where it cuts off the corner three and that would reduce scoring i i i feel like that's a great that'd idea
1: interesting concept
0: how would you feel about that i mean i i mean i kinda don't mind that
1: yeah you really just wouldn't use that part of the floor really yeah cuz you don't ever see someone shooting a long two no. from the corner yeah yeah that'd be that'd be weird i I don't feel like you'd know what it would look like until you actually see it in a game. Yeah, you'd
0: probably do that in their summer league stuff to see how it goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're gonna implement it, know. just like baseball with like the runner on second base and extra innings and all this other stuff they implemented this year,
1: they did that I in the like minor that, leagues for I'm, a few years. I'm the, yeah, I'm the minority. I kind of like that. There's 19 inning games who are BS. Like, I yeah. Hated, I mean, you want to get the game over stuff, with? But I love the pitch clock in yes. MLB. Yeah. It's a lot more watchable now. I
0: went to three pirate games this year. Two at home, and I went to one in Baltimore to see the Orioles. Camden. You Camden. That was great, a nice place to great go. park. Now beer is seventeen freaking dollars. That was outrageous. Um, but I mean, other than that, though, like the game ended in two and a half hours, or two hours and forty-five yeah, minutes, right. I should say. It was under three hours, which was right. phenomenal. Yep. Loved it. You're in there. You watch a good game, thinking that ended up being like two nothing, three to one. The Pirates lost, of course. But uh, yeah, you darker. know, it was a good game. You got out of there. You know what I mean? um i loved
1: it yeah um yeah no i like it too i went to a game this year and i haven't i guess i went last year to a game too but yeah i remember watching the one i went to i think we were at the same game right it was when you were for t- tanner yes we, yeah the yeah, walk-off home run. run yeah everybody Fantastic there was about 10 game. of us
0: okay everybody left but me jd and sam and we were shout in the left JD field
1: and shank huh shout out skanks
0: yeah shout out skanks <laughs> Took over my buy. Bo- oh, no, Butcher got the buy. Never mind. But <laughs> right. he beat me to take me out of the buy, right. which is bullshit. So you two have
1: to what, three and four seed. So yeah, I'm the yeah, four seed. He's a three seed. Yeah, that sucks. You're on my side of the bracket. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> one of us are going him <laughs> earlier than we should have. Number, like, one and two over the last, like, couple weeks. Oh, no, it was, like, at least past seven or eight weeks, dude. Well, Jake was six and one. After so Jake started to fall then. apart, right. so since
0: week seven or eight, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, that was a little side note there. But yeah, I mean, we were left field breaches. See that walk off home run right. over our heads right, right into the river. That was awesome, man. Yeah, that was an awesome experience. You're, who was
1: that? That was the... Carlos
0: Santana or Carlos Stanton or Santana. Santana. Yeah, Carlos Santana. Yeah, yeah, he's the one who hit the bomb
1: over our heads. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Carlos. They got rid of him, right? <laughs> they didn't even keep him for the year.
0: Um, I think he was a one-year deal. He might come back. Uh, you have to look that up. But uh, st- st- uh, staying on the topic of baseball here, uh, you know, Tawny got that $700 million deal la- last week, deferring, like, what was it, nine-tenths of it, $680 million to his last two years or something like that.
1: Like, what are the That's Dodgers insane. thinking? Huh? It's just insane that you can do that. Yeah. The whole, I mean, I saw Ken Griffey Jr., and Bobby Benilla—they're Benilla, still getting paid. making more money than Otani <laughs> next year or something like that? Yep. Yeah, that's insane that you can even do that. So, and speaking of that, I'm so glad football doesn't do that. Yeah. Like, imagine if football didn't have a salary cap and they could defer to, money to like, to like their to last two money. years or yeah. something. Now, I, mean, I know you can do that a little
0: bit, like Deshaun Watson's contract. You know, I think the first two years he played, or yeah, last year and this year. He's only like getting paid as far as the cap is concerned, like two or three million. Then next year, that's whatever his big cap hits start. So they're they're able to do that a little bit, but not like the autonomy right. deal, which brings me to my point. Do you think now
1: more than ever MLB needs to implement a salary cap? I believe they do. Well, I think here's the better question. I don't. I think 99% of baseball fans would say yes. Maybe maybe I'm wrong as a as a. Poverty franchise fan mm-hmm. Maybe your Yankees and Dodgers don't think They need a salary cap But here's the thing with the Yankees though They spend all this money and they still can't win They still freaking suck, <laughs> suck. Yeah. who Or they just get? Soto
0: Yeah Soto and that's another guy Which you know I think you know Me and you are kind of like Yankee fans right?
1: Yeah Once removed Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm much of a Yankee fan But, anymore, but...
0: the Yankees for the, for the past decade And a half now they just get these players Where they either have a home run or they strike out right. And for the life of me that strategy has not worked. So why do they keep doing that and not get players who get base hits and can get on base, you know? Yeah, turn, they'll, turn, hit, they'll hit three They're or They're not f-
1: called the Bronx Base Hits. They're called the Bronx Who gives bombers. a shit,
0: you know? They're known the for Bronx World bombers. Series championships. There's a
1: reason right field is so short in New York.
0: <laughs> well, it hasn't helped. It helped their first year where they won the World Series back in 2009, and it hasn't worked since.
1: Shout out Jeter. Sense. Yeah, shout
0: out Derek Jeter, yeah. That is right there, having
1: dirt. <laughs> that's the only reason I was in Camden Yard was watching him. Shout out mm-hmm. Luke Stoltz for driving. Hey, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just I, I don't understand it. You know,
0: hit a home run, you strike out. Like that's not that's not the baseball I know and love, and that's not a winning strategy either. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, they hit three or four. Hey, at least
1: they actually spent some money on pitching, getting Garrett Cole because I don't remember that. I mean, not since like Randy Johnson that they spent. Randy money Johnson, on Mike Mussina.
0: You know, back in those days. I feel like
1: was Mussina a big. Acquisition for them? Yeah, because he oh, came in from the Athletics. Okay.
0: Yep. Go figure the bum Athletics that got him off of that Moneyball. Actually, the uh, Las Vegas
1: Athletics moving to Las Vegas this year. Me too. Oh, you're moving to Las Vegas yeah. too? <laughs> <laughs> Going with them. Yeah, that, that sucks for Oakland. Yeah. That whole.
0: They've I lost mean, the Raiders, and now they lost their baseball team.
1: Didn't Didn't the Warriors move out of Oakland to yep. The mm-hmm. arena.
0: Yep. Yeah. That is tough for that. I, I feel bad for those fans. But, uh, but yeah, there needs to be a salary cap in baseball now. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm
1: looking at I'm up. not
0: saying you you make it like the NHL where, like, you're, you're only working with, like, $90 million, which that's the reason.
1: Like, is that really all they can do?
0: Yeah, and it, it got raised up to $90 million. That's the thing. That, now, that's sad. Like I said, now that's the worst-case scenario for a salary cap. You do not want to be like, like the NHL right now where your, your biggest star player, which is Connor McDavid. What's he make? $13 million a year. That's almost like a max contract for the NHL. That, that's that's terrible. Crazy. That's terrible. That's crazy. Um, but then you have the extreme opposite, which is no
1: salary cap in the MLB. Mitch Trubisky makes as much as the top <laughs> 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 hockey yes, player. Yes, that is bad. That is bad. Shout out Mitch. <laughs> in <Yeah>. them titties. <laughs> Ten million dollar titties. <laughs> so, I kind of I got this pulled up the MLB payroll tracker mm-hmm. for twenty twenty four. Um, your New York Mets, who didn't they suck this year, Mets? Yeah, highest payroll, two hundred twenty-four million. Wow. Your Pittsburgh Pirates, forty-eight million.
0: See, that's too much discrepancy right there. What do you think they now, need? Now, fuck, more? Bo- uh was a Bob Nutting, isn't yeah. that the owner? Yeah, yeah. fuck him, that yeah, cheap piece him. of shit.
1: Yeah, frick him.
0: You can say fuck. I don't <laughs> care, Colby.
1: We're on ESPN, aren't we?
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, shit.
1: <Is> this McAfee. <laughs> Um what do you think they need more? Uh salary cap or floor?
0: Um I feel like they just need a strict salary cap. Like I, but do I feel too. like I feel like the way the NFL does it is the perfect way to do it. You know, you have the big teams where they can spend money, obviously, but they can't spend too much.
1: You're selling and out. You also, You're selling
0: out. Yeah. And you also have to spend to a floor like like you just mentioned there. Like a team can't just, you know, Pick up scrubs off the street and pay them, you know, league minimum. Yeah. You know, you have to reach meet at least reach a certain threshold in what you spend too. Yeah. The NFL doesn't perfectly, yep. and why the NHL and why the MLB they can't copy that. Even the NBA does a pretty good, I feel like. Yeah, they have their a good salary, salary, salary cap. Situation. Yeah. Why? Why those two sporting leagues can't work out something to at least mirror the NFL or the NBA is just yeah. mind blowing.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know how the MLB
0: and go figure. Does those are this. the two worst sports in North America right now. Right. It's, you get, it goes football, obviously, then basketball, then you have baseball, and then you have below be, uh, baseball, another tier below that is hockey.
1: Yeah, And,
0: you know, I love hockey. Now, I'm a big hockey fan. Hockey dude. Maniac 31. Hockey Maniac 31, my original gamer tag <laughs> <laughs> and my uh, Twitter handle. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of, but yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like just hockey isn't the same anymore, you know, and I feel yeah. like it has – obviously there's other factors where, like, you know, you, you locate a team from up north to Carolina or down in Texas – down to California, you know. Yeah. Um, you right. know, there's no hockey markets there. So no. why you wanted to force that? I have no clue. But I feel like the biggest issue is their salary cap. Like
1: yeah.
0: Connor McDavid only getting paid 13, 14 million is a travesty. Yeah. Now whether it has to do with them being in Canada, you have seven Canadian teams. That shouldn't be a big factor. I don't think that shouldn't be that much of a factor.
1: Yeah, and <clears throat> I don't know. I'd like to see like the comparison of like. The NFL, how much revenue it brings in versus how much players, like the top players make or something like that. Because I don't know what, how much, how popular even NHL is. I mean, it, it's not well, even see, that's close a thing, though. to that. In but.
0: North America, I mean, in the United States, it's not that popular. Of the four major sports I yeah. just mentioned, football, basketball, baseball, and hockey, hockey's in last, but in Canada, that's their number one sport. Like it, it, It's like football, right. only greater uh, in Canada as right. far as hockey's concerned. Um. So why they don't put more teams in Canadian markets rather than putting them down in freaking Texas and North Carolina and down yeah. in Florida where they only watch it if they make the playoffs is is just beyond me. You know, Gary yeah. Bettman fucking sucks. Who's that the commissioner? Yeah, the commissioner, yeah. yeah. If you think Roger Goodell's bad, I mean he Roger Goodell looks like a saint compared to Gary Bettman.
1: Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think and I think the MLB adding a salary cap would disperse your talent. Really Everybody nice. parity.
0: Everybody likes parity. Look at the NFL this year. There's no teams running away with it this year. You yeah. know, you look at the you know the Chiefs. They're 8-5. and five. I mean, you have the... I mean, I don't know how
1: the 49ers can afford what they've been doing, but... They have a quarterback on, on league minimum, them. basically. Right. Brock Purdy's only I making kinda, like less than a million a you year. You kind of got to get lightning in a bottle to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, but you're... In the MLB, it's just like the top market, top baseball markets will exactly. spend a lot of money. But, and then you have good baseball markets that won't spend money. Like, I mean, look at Cincinnati. That is a baseball city. Yeah. <laughs> they won't spend any money. Nope. Well, you, know, like you
0: minute. they're still paying Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs>
1: right. That's why they can't spend money. Yep. Yeah. But they, I mean, they should still be paying him. Yeah. One of the good.
0: Now, I love, I know we touched on this a little bit earlier, I love the new rules. Uh, mm-hmm. Pitch clock, runner on second base. The bigger bases. I don't think a lot. The of actual p- bigger bases. Um, yeah,
1: I don't think a lot of people like the runner on second and See, I do. Extra innings, but I like it. I like it too. Yeah. No, I think those are just traditionalists talking. Right. You know, I get it.
0: Baseball is America's, you know, pastime. Right. You want to keep that tradition somewhat. I understand that. But if it improves the product, it improves the product, and I feel right. like it has.
1: Right. Um, so so salary, I want to yeah. pay
0: attention to those people. Yeah. You know. Right.
1: And. I know I'm probably
0: gonna get a the lot mic- of flack Wait, for this, what but about
1: the mic'd up players during the game. I love that. That's
0: awesome. Now, yeah. what do you think of getting an automatic strike zone and taking the umpires, the home plate umpire out? Yeah, it's... I feel like umping behind the plate is worse now than ever. Right. I would love to them experiment with. I think they already tried it in like a couple of minor leagues, not like Triple really? A or anything, but like in a one of those you know nobody know
1: leagues. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I wouldn't mind. Banana it. league. Say it again. The Savannah bananas.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I would be in favor of that. You All know right. what I mean? I mean, if the guy paints the corner of the plate. That's what you want to do as a pitcher. Yeah, and it, depending what the umpire strike zone is, because they have a preference. All oh, the the guy kind of like they call low strikes, they to call high strikes, they call inside or outside strikes. No, it, no, it should be the strike zone should always be from your chest to your knees, and then obviously the width of the plate.
1: That's so, what it is. So look at tennis. I I wouldn't say I'm a big tennis fan, but I've watched a good bit of tennis over the years. And you look at how they've adapted they had the technology. electronic line thing with the ball yeah. and everything,
0: yeah, down to like a millimeter. Exactly. So, so why can't the MLB can easily do that with a strike yeah. zone? I feel like that would maybe
1: keep maybe keep him, and you have some kind of appeal system. I mean, in tennis, it's lightning quick; like it doesn't take much. Well, time. yeah, you always have to have one them appeal. To call him
0: safer out at home plate. Yeah, And, like, you know, maybe he gets a, a buzzer, and, he, and if it's a strike, he signals strike, and he doesn't yeah. get a buzz, it he calls it a ball. There needs to be some something like that. Because, you think
1: it should be totally autonomous for the strike zone? Though? Yes,
0: totally autonomous strike zone.
1: Because, like, tennis, they still have the judges, and the judges are still making calls. Yeah, they can appeal it, and they probably, I'm assuming they only get so many appeals or something per round. maybe in the MLB, they were like, one appeal an in inning. You can appeal one strike, ball an in inning yeah but you think it should just be totally autonomous and yes. to get rid of the on um- i i would like that yeah. like there, there's too much
0: discrepancy in umpires to, what they want to call yeah so there's old. no y- they well, can't see shit i feel like that has a lot to do with the whole i mean you look at high school sports man like yeah. parents and fans in high school sports they're crazy yeah you know nobody what I mean? wants to do it exactly and now you're seeing the effects of it now yeah. with college and now professional sports too they right. there's still all the old people and once they all retire, you know, God forbid, pass away. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you have nobody coming up through the ranks from Pi no, like we are here locally. Do it. To yeah, exactly. No one wants to do it because no one wants to take that shit for, uh, refing a pee wee football game or a <laughs> yeah. little league baseball game, and yeah. you know, getting death threats because of it. You know right. what I mean? It's it's that's terrible and pathetic. Right. Like shout out to Doug Hanks. You're the real hero in yeah. high school football, buddy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they don't make them like they
1: used to. No, they don't. Dug
0: a hole. Oh, dug a hole. Um, now honestly, you know, keeping with refs, you know, I feel like that's what kinda of makes sports sports the human element of it. You know, I know that's kind of what I think too. You know, I know we all bitched about or people were bitching about, you know, Kadarius Tony, his you know, toe was off sides and you know, shouldn't they have called it shouldn't they have called it or whatever? But I feel like that's what creates the drama and gets people involved and everything like that, you know, and talking and stuff. It's caused that human element. You take the human human element out of it completely I know I'm cutting kind of against I'm going against my own take here with the autonomous strike zone. Yeah. But I feel like there's a balance to it where yeah. it's complete dog shit in the MLB behind home plate with the strike zone. Um they need to fix that. But there has to be some sort of human element to it. And that's yeah. what makes it exciting. Yeah. It's
1: the human element. I mean, the NFL I feel like has the best refereeing. hmm. I mean, you can get mad about the rough and the passer calls. I mean, there's Yeah. A- but that's, that's a league a initiative. Situation. It's like yeah, the refs' fault. That's really a their league fault. initiative. It's a yeah. tough situation where, you know, they have this big, you know, player safety movement with... Roger Goodell just spoke head. today. He wants to eliminate
0: the hip-drop tackle. And it, I mean, it's a dangerous you,
1: tackle. But though. how
0: do you tackle, though, if you're running behind somebody? Like, you know, I'm a defender. And the, guy in front, the guy at the ball is in front of me. I'm chasing him down. How else do you want to tackle him? I mean, no. It's a, you, you no, go to the no legs. They're grabbing
1: him like they're grabbing up high, and then they're just dropping. Like if you go to the legs, you take him down. But then, then down. you get
0: the big guys like Travis Kelsey and you know, nausea Hairs and those bigger backs.
1: You're always gonna hit them. You always should be hitting low. You don't feel like I the day it? the day they outlaw, you know, like what happened to Nick Chubb. Then it's gonna be like, yeah, I don't know what you do, but I don't think the hip drop. I think the hip drop tackle should be outlawed. I mean, that is so dangerous. Anyway.
0: But football's a dangerous sport. It is,
1: yep. You're, yep. And you're getting it's,
0: compensated pretty good for being yeah. injured a whole week. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's a tough situation. Wouldn't yeah. want to be good now either, having to make these calls.
0: Yeah, I, I mean,
1: I know. Player safety, but also, you know, you have the greatest product in North American sports.
0: Yeah, and now they're going to be playing in Brazil next year. Yeah. He announced today that there will be a game in Brazil, Worldwide. whether it be a preseason or regular season game, that's up in
1: the air. I think that'll still be the same time as regular games. Because that's, like, going to be similar times. I mean, it's going to be in one of our times, then.
0: You know um, what I mean?
1: Like, all of our other ones are overseas, so it's at 9.30 a.m. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's going to be weird. Surely, though, it'll probably be, like, prime primetime game. Yeah. that would probably be
0: what they do. But that'll be interesting to watch though. Yeah, teams cool. going to Brazil. <laughs> oh, it's so cool! They were at
1: Wembley this year, weren't they?
0: Yeah, Wembley, and then at Germany for the first time mm-hmm. for a regular season game. I think they played there during preseason, but this year was the first time for a regular season
1: game. Right. In Germany. Yeah. No, it's really cool. I love any any way to get football, you know, more times of the day. I love nine thirty games. Mm-hmm. Usually they're crappy, but we had we had give what? you an excuse to drink a beer, right, or five, right, if you need it. <laughs> yeah. Usually they're not good games. I think we had Dolphins. this year was really we good. good. We had ones. some really good. Yeah, Miami, uh, Miami Chiefs, Miami Chiefs,
0: and it came yeah. down to a field goal. Yeah. That was a very good game.
1: That game started out great. I remember And the then first we went to
0: Tanner's uh, wedding uh, in what South uh, Polly's Island. Yeah. We had uh, Bills. Shout Jags. out that
1: DJ. Yes, that DJ was awesome.
0: Played Renegade for us. Yep, hope that hope was awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, we saw Jags Bills. That was a that good game. We were watching a great game. Some very good, very good overseas games this year. Hopefully yeah. they're the same next year, too. Yeah. i was surprised the NBA
1: hasn't started doing something like that more.
0: Now they Having play games overseas the CCP something. China League. <laughs> Communist China Party League. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we won't go down that rabbit We're hole. We're not
1: getting political here. <laughs> Don't get Sleepy Tony
0: going. <laughs> hey, you put some beers in me at 10 o'clock, I'm on the couch. <laughs> Sleepy Tony.
1: Sleepy Tony Biden.
0: Now, what would you think of the NFL actually creating – I I know there's been rumors actually having a team in England or something like that. I feel like I would – That would be so tough. That would be tough. Think
1: about like – Of all the travel and everything. Just think about how much of a controversy it was for the Big Ten to add the West Coast teams. Yeah. Imagine trying to add a overseas team. Speaking of that, I feel
0: bad – like I I get it for football, but I feel bad for like, you know – Baseball and volleyball, and those sports where it's like they're constantly traveling from East Coast to the West oh, Coast. That's going to suck. Yeah. I feel bad for this student athletes. today. It's a in damn those
1: sports. Tuesday night. La- like
0: yeah. la- lacrosse. You know what I mean? On a Tuesday night. Yeah. And then having class Wednesday morning. Yeah.
1: I mean, obviously, you're not going to make it. But yeah. I don't know how that'll work. I don't know either. But, I mean, I don't think there's any way they can ever actually do that because that team is going to be at such a disadvantage in the mm-hmm. free agent market. Yeah, he's like, gonna want to go to there. overseas, gonna leave in their family there. and everything. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, that's part of what makes some teams more desirable. Is I get to live in Miami or I get to live in Cali? Or no I live in New York, tax, York, You know, in Cali, yeah, and Texas. Texas. Yep. I don't know. Is Cali no income tax? No, not Cali. Oh, yeah, California has the highest tax yeah. rate in the freaking country. Florida and Texas. Yeah, Florida yeah. and Texas. Yep. I now mean, that's the
0: reason why Tyree Hill chose Miami over the Jets. Right. It's because, you know, he was like, oh, I could play with Aaron Rodgers or I can, you know, not get taxed on my money here. (laughs) He didn't know Aaron
1: Rodgers was going there.
0: I think he did. It was before last year. Oh, yeah,
1: I guess you're right. Never mind. Right. Never mind. He was like, I could play with Zach Wilson (laughs) in windy New York. Because the Jets offered
0: him more money. money. That's what it was. The Jets Uh, offered him more money, but he was going to get taxed, you know, if they're a big tax rate in New York. Or he could play a little bit less money in Miami, but obviously he wouldn't get taxed there. So. And I think it's worked out for him pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, uh, <laughs> he's still electric. He's still one of the best in the NFL. Could you
0: imagine, though, let's say Rodgers doesn't get hurt, and now he has Tyreek Hill to throw, too. That would have been something. Him and Tyreek, that would have been something. That
1: would have been insane. Yeah, that would be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And Garrett Wilson. And Garrett, Garrett they Wilson. They drafted Garrett Wilson that year. Yep. Garrett and Tyreek. What could have been? Rogers. What could have been? I think Rodgers could still go out there without an, without an Achilles and throw to those <laughs> two. There was talk about... Kenny Pickett might be able to throw touchdowns. touchdown. All right, let's to, not yeah. go that far. Let's yeah. not go that far. Yeah, there. that team would still suck. <laughs> uh, all
0: right, let's see what else we had on the topic list. For let's to see. Uh,
1: what, what do you got on tonight's game?
0: Um. Oh, yeah.
1: Exciting matchup of Aiden yeah. O'Connell versus... East Easton sticks. sticks. It sounds like a baseball bat. <laughs> I'm starting Easton <laughs> Stick in a fantasy league this week. I down had to,
0: bad. I had to choose between uh, Josh Palmer or Jacoby Myers because of, I have Nico Collins, and I don't know if he's going to play. And if he does play, doesn't have if and Stroud's Stroud. going to play. Yeah, it's I'm, in a, I'm
1: in a tough pickle there. Definitely um, Palmer. Receiver one.
0: But it, are they not really going to throw the ball down the field, or are they just to
1: check it off to Eckler? I wouldn't want to check it off to wet pants, Eckler. Not no wet jeans nausea <laughs> is what
0: you're referring to. <laughs>
1: Eckler looks like it too now. He looks like he's shit in his pants and he's gotta he's trying to <laughs> run him. <laughs> like he got a diaper on or something. Uh but uh now, it should be an exciting game. Two two backup quarterbacks that are better than the starting quarterback in the four one two.
0: I think uh Easton sticks, I think this is his third or fourth year and this is his first career start.
1: He looked solid last week though, didn't he?
0: I didn't watch any
1: of that game last week. I didn't really I just saw like reaction. It seemed like he had a
0: good week. Okay. What I mean that mean? could always be too like you know, you, know, you go in the middle of the game, the other team obviously does work game planning for you. You can always, you know, maybe sling it yeah. here and there. But then once you have a little bit of tape on you getting your first start, this is going to be the true test.
1: Right. Right. And so, he's got no weapons. I mean, no Allen's Keenan out, Allen. I mean your best weapon right now is Josh Palmer. Right. And Gerald Everett. <laughs> yeah. And Palmer's notoriously mid. Yeah, and, I mean he's Chargers, hit or miss. He's hit or miss. Would you rather be a Chargers fan or a Steelers fan right now? If they get rid of Brandon
0: Staley with Justin Herbert, I'd rather be Corey right now and um, a Charger fan. Just because That's they have a
1: situation they're starting to turn into the Browns, where they should just be good and just. I mean, they have brown. the
0: quarterback. They have the offense. They have a pretty good. They at least have good defensive players. You have uh, Joe or is it Nick or Joey on the chart? You have Joey Bosa, you have Khalil Mack, you have Derwin James. They have good players on defense. I just think, it. much like the Steelers... All three of them
1: guys are getting very old, though. Yeah, but I just think they have a,
0: one of the worst coaches in the league, Brandon Staley. Yeah,
1: yeah there's no... I mean, Mike Tallman
0: could have that team at 500.
1: And that's all it'd be,
0: though. <laughs> that's all it'd be. That's all it'd be <laughs> It's a 500 team, even yeah. with Herbert. Yeah, And I think he's... A lot of people call him midbird or whatever. mid But, I mean, he he's a top-five talent. He's a top- I mean, I- Oh. Name, name me five better quarterbacks than Herbert.
1: Mahomes? Not just
0: this year, but overall. Their overall careers.
1: Overall careers? Than a guy who has yet to, to win right a playoff now,
0: game? active quarterbacks. But I'm not talking like this, like, you know- Who I'd rather have? better than Herbert. No, Herbert's better than Roddy. No.
1: Who I'd rather have? Yeah. Mahomes? Yep. Burrow? Yep. Hurts?
0: Ah, I'm on the fence on that one. Earth. I would say Allen. I'd say Josh I'd Allen. I'd say
1: Allen and Herbert are neck and neck with me right now. I I don't know. Yeah, there's two. Or, yeah, see? fringe top five. Okay. Um, I'd roll. Else? I'd roll the dice on my boy CJ. Oh, come on. I'd roll the dice. It's his rookie year. His rookie year. He's leading the NFL in passing yards till he got hurt. His rookie year. Oh, there's no Ohio State bias in this. No, just just bias <laughs> to the NFL leading, uh, pitcher of the ball, <laughs> C.J. Stroud.
0: I'm just saying, yes. Till he got hurt. Uh, yes, he he's been playing phenomenal this year. Okay? I rolled the
1: dice. You
0: also, it's also his rookie year, and you, I think you you gotta avoid that sophomore slump, and you have to prove it. You know what I mean? Right. So I like I don't think you can right now clarify C.J. Stroud being a better overall quarterback than Justin Herbert. And this early in
1: his Trevor Lawrence or Midbert. Trevor Lawrence. Oh,
0: I would take Herbert. Yeah, me too. Yeah. In a heartbeat. There's no questions about that.
1: Tommy DeVito or Midbert. <laughs> <laughs> Gabagool DeVito. <laughs> Gabagool. <laughs> no, nah, I'd
0: obviously take Herbert. Uh, but yeah, I mean I, I'd i take Dak Herbert. or Herbert. Herbert. I feel like there's too That's much tough. talent surrounding Dak right now. I mean, yes, Dak, Dak has good. that. Dak has been phenomenal this year. Yeah. it also helps when you have uh cd CeeDee CeeDee's titties
1: <laughs> Keenan Allen.
0: okay I feel like Dallas has a better offensive line sure I feel like they have a better uh, I feel like they have a better run game overall because Eckler like like you said he's been
1: in a little bit of a decline yeah I feel even like when he's good hmm? Eckler' damn near carried that team for like five years
0: yeah but they the like he I feel like most of his i wouldn't I, I don't want to say most I feel like he's more of a passing, pass catcher running back. Where if you would just give him twenty touches and they're all runs, he wouldn't be as productive as if he would get like you know ten rushes for sixty yards, but he also has ten catches for another eighty or ninety yards. You know what I mean? That's why he's been this great running back the past you know half a decade or so because he can. He's much like a Christian McCaffrey. Yes, he he can run the ball, but he also is a hell of a pass catcher out of the backfield too.
1: I'd rather have Jared Goff. No. You, you're you high right now, right? No, I just wanted to see how long I keep this going. And by now, if Corey's listening, I hope he's so fired up. <laughs> never... uh,
0: shout out to Corey. Couldn't be on the show today. Yeah, what a shame. And JD. And JD. Both of them couldn't make it today. So. Yep. But yeah, I don't All think right. there's that much of a list there to where you put quarterbacks over Herbert.
1: I think there's clearly 3 to 4 guys I'd put over him and then I think there's a lot of guys in about the same tier. He's leading like the
0: S tier obviously is Allen and um you know, I don't even Mahomes know if i put Allen them. in it right now. I would. But dude, yeah, he is probably. he's he's the, he's the whole Bills team. He is that whole team. I know you can say about the turnovers all you want, but yeah, he might have a turnover a game, but he also is giving you three or
1: four touchdowns a game. That's a, still a pretty good touchdown to turnover ratio. He's not giving you a 3 to 4 this year. I hope he is. I hope he keeps it going. I need him to beat you next week. <laughs> you think I'm going to be Bo? No. You think I'm losing to Bo? Yeah. Oh, you're just trying to get me fired up I think Bo's going to go on a run. Okay. We need him back. He's starting Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's Only starting... because
0: Pickett's out. Only because Pickett's
1: out. You're going to lose to Mitch. That's the funny thing. <laughs> oh, that ain't happening. That's going to be hilarious. And Bo just left the chat. I'm, at, <laughs> I'm adding Bo back in the chat- <laughs> Tuesday morning, so that he can get all his in.
0: <laughs> it ain't happening. Yep. Better
1: than a buy. Better than a buy. I'm playing Bo. Better than a buy. That's better. Yeah. I was going to put it on you. Yeah. No way in hell. No yeah. way in hell.
0: All yeah. right, Colby, here. Uh, you want to do our bets of the week now. Yeah. Now, a yep. little, little uh, background here. Colby uh, has never done this yet, but between me, Corey, and JD. Um, we have not hit a bet yet, but I feel like it's happening this week, Colby. I feel like one of our bets, it's going to happen
1: this You're week. You're
0: feeling it? I'm feeling it, Mr. Krabs.
1: Well, you go first, Colby. You want me first? Okay, I got yep. it all game quick. All right. We've got a little five-legger Saturday night special. Okay. Starting out at the 1 o'clock game, Minnesota Vikings, Cincinnati Bengals. I've got Joe Mixon, anytime touchdown scorer. Um, my boy Joey down in, uh, Cincinnati's had five out of his last seven games has had a touchdown, three straight games with a touchdown, and three touchdowns over the last two weeks. Oh, wow. They've been feeding that boy in the the red zone. Yeah. That dude might win some fantasy leagues. Um, so yeah, and Joe Mixon, any time touchdowns work. Okay. Also in that game, I've got Justin Jefferson over five and a half receptions, assuming he plays. He is gonna play. He is gonna yeah, play. It's looking like I he, like that. That's a, even with play.
0: Nick Mullins, I feel like that's a safe bet. Yeah.
1: I mean they had him and Hawkinson on the same reception line, which was kind of crazy to me. Yeah. I think Jefferson's gonna come back and get fed. If you made it to playoffs with him on your IR, mm-hmm. should be should be in for a good week. Um <clears throat> Moving on to the four thirty game. Steelers Colts. Steelers Colts. Not much to bet on here, so I took the surefire. Easy bet. The under? Colts minus 6.5. <laughs> Colts minus 6.5, okay. <laughs> I like that, too. Um, I would go under, but, you know, look at, look at last week. The Steelers' defense is so that bad. Was... They're just so liable to allow a team to go score more than they should on any given week. That's true. That's so true. So, I don't like betting over or under with that team right now. So, Colts minus 6.5, alternate spread, I got it plus two hundred, okay. just for that leg. Um, and the final two legs are the Broncos Lions game. I've got a Monra seventy plus receiving yards alternate alternate uh line there. He's hit that nine out of twelve games this year. Ooh, I like that. But his last two weeks have been two of those three. So he's due then. He's, he's due. due for a good game. He's due. He's due for a good game. We're due to Do hit. Who they playing again? Broncos.
0: I like that matchup. I like that. I'm not up.
1: sure. I'm not sure. Um, because
0: they move Ra Saint Brown a lot, and I don't feel like uh, oh, what's the DB? It's really good for the Broncos. What's his Sertain. name? Sertain. Sertain. I don't feel like he's gonna be moving around. I feel like he's one of the yeah, DBs who right. stays to on one side. Right. They're gonna put Omar on the slot and on the, the slot, opposite side.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's not gonna shadow him all over like that. Yeah. But that Broncos team's been playing inspired, so I don't know. I I I, I wanted to bet on Broncos money line there, but that's too much of a risk. It's risk. Playing in Detroit. Yeah. Um, final leg, I got Dave Montgomery, anytime touchdown scorer. Um, scored in every game he's played in but one. What was that game? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know if that was the injury game off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. He got wait, injured in that wait, wait, wait. one. So it might have been that game. Okay. Or maybe I that's didn't include that. That's actually an insane game. stat. That's an insane yeah, stat. Yeah, so he, I think he's got over 10 touchdowns this year. So yeah, no, I mean, you're right. that's free money just betting on. Montgomery, uh, any time. So there's two legs in that game combined for plus 180. So five legs plus $10 would uh, pay out $241, and that's what I put on it.
0: I like it. All right, so I got a little 5 leg parlay going as well, but these are both Saturday and Sunday games. Uh, I do have the under in the Steeler-Colts game, 42.5. Uh, that's what the spread was, I mean, the uh, over-under was set at. Um, you know it's not like last week where the over under was like what twenty seven and a half twenty eight and a half something like that right around 30, it, it's not yeah. that drastic um I feel like forty two and a half betting the under is pretty
1: safe well that's just because they gotta hold the Colts to under thirty points and that'll hit that'll hit yep and if I feel Colts like hit thirty we're, we're, we might get ten. my final score prediction twenty
0: seven to thirteen that's 40. that's hitting yeah
1: that's hitting what was mine twenty four seventeen yeah. Oh, I'm hitting you over You're hitting on me over the over there. That's the a lot of points. Line. <laughs> Vegas always knows. Uh, alright. Hey, shout out Marv.
0: You think he's real quick, you think he's gonna win the Heisman?
1: That's already been selected.
0: Wait, when did that happen?
1: <laughs> Last weekend. Jaden Daniels. I completely missed that. Wow. Stop the count! Stop the count! Clip. How it. did I miss that? Clip it. That How was the did same night. That? It, was at our friends get. it was our friends. Oh, maybe that's parties, why I so. didn't pay attention
0: to it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I
1: mean, because Jaden Daniels isn't that great of a player. But he's a quarterback. So. He's a quarterback.
0: But did Marvin Harrison deserve to win it this year? I feel like if he would have won, no, Jaden Daniels year, had the stats. I was about to Daniels say. Daniels had the stats. Marvin Harrison deserved it last year. He put up insane
1: numbers last year.
0: Yeah, but so Williams.
1: Williams looked like the best player in college football, I felt like last year, though. Yeah. It was tough. If we were to beat Michigan, I feel like he could have had it, but yeah, just didn't don't didn't to, happen. Three in a row, buddy. Yeah, don't need to go there. <laughs>
0: All right, seven my... in a
1: row at Penn <laughs> State.
0: <laughs> yeah, we won't go there either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second leg. Cortland Sutton, anytime touchdown score.
1: He's been balling.
0: I was about to say, like you said earlier, Russ Broncos are playing inspired football. Yeah, uh, that's his go-to guy now. The last half of the season, the Cortland Sutton, yeah. Jerry Judy has fallen off a cliff. Uh, yeah, I think consistent. both of
1: those receivers aren't very good, if I'm being real, but Russell's been balling. Sutton's been on the receiving end of it. He's
0: averaging like nine and a half, ten 10 targets a game. Hmm. So I'm loving Sutton for an anytime touchdown. Yeah. I have the Chiefs uh, beating the Patriots, minus 8.5. Uh, I just don't feel like that'll be a game game at all. Um, uh, so uh, so my, minus
1: 8.5 is the spread on that. Minus no. 8.5, yeah. I mean, that's high for an NFL game. You really don't get into double digits too high, but uh San Francisco, Arizona was twelve and a half. Really?
0: Um, this is at New England. Okay. So but yeah, I, I feel like that's pretty safe though. What
1: if Chiefs lost a couple in a row now, haven't they? Two in a row? They lost
0: row? they lost two in a row. They lost to the Green Bay on prime time, then they lost the Bills last week. Yeah. Uh, so they're due for an ass you know, the kick ass now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially after after they think they got screwed. They're yeah. coming out heads on fire, hairs yeah. on fire, I mean. And yeah, yeah they're done a they're not to win by double digits. Bringing out the catch-up. <laughs> <laughs> bringing out the ketchup. Uh James Cook. Anytime touchdown. Bills versus Cowboys. I feel like it's gonna be a
1: shootout. A lot of touchdowns to be scored in this game. Why not, James? What Cook? What time's that game? Uh four thirty. That should be. That should be. Monday's game was a flex game. What What's Monday's game? Um, Monday's game. Oh, I have it right here. My last leg. Philadelphia
0: versus Seattle. I have the under forty seven so and a half. Why the heck
1: did the NFL flex that game? Bills and the Cowboys.
0: That sounds like way more. I feel like that's here. a network thing. CBS, that's their, prim- that's their prime, um, that's their game of the week. You you can't flex that out. You know what I mean? Um, so you I feel mean, like that's the Fox. Reason. No, the games on Dallas Bill. Oh, probably Fox, huh? Yeah. 4.5? Well, e- e- either way, it's one of the networks' game of the week. They're not.
1: They're they wouldn't flex that. Be a lot better prime time game, I think. But it yeah. would be, but yeah, because we were gonna have Patriots. There was Patriots Chiefs were Monday night. Yeah, that's right. And then
0: they got flexed out right. for the for the Eagles Seahawks game. And like I said, forty seven and a half total points, and I took the under on that game. Because last week I took the over against Philly and the Cowboys. I thought 47. that game would have been a shootout. No, it was like fifty some. Was was the yeah. over under? And I took the over. And what thirty three ten final score? So I have Philly Seattle hit me under forty seven and a half. Total odds, plus $3,993, ten, or $5 bet wins you $204. Um let us get in the winning track here, Colby. We've done this for three weeks now. Nobody has hit uh, between me, JD, Corey, and Luke Stoltz. Hopefully, if you be on the show for the first time ever, yeah, that gives us a mojo here. We both win our bets here for yeah, our Montreal so Madness Bets of the
1: Week. I'm, uh, I'm more than willing to donate my winnings back. It was a free $10 bet, so... Winnings will be donated back to the fund of Montreal Madness. Hopefully we can start a YouTube channel with those funds, maybe a nice camera. And if that is the case, we will be getting some scarlet and gray. Um, no, we're not memorabilia no, for the background of Montreal <laughs>
0: Madness. I will burn this apartment to the ground before yeah. that happens. <laughs> it would look a lot better in here.
1: All this <laughs> <laughs> blue and white shit.
0: The only red in here is my Jeff Gordon collection right there. That's the only
1: red. Oh, I thought that was a Pride collection.
0: Oh, shut up! (laughs) Interesting. Rainbow Warriors, because guess what? It sponsors Dupont paint. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I think you just like the rainbow on it. (laughs) No, we're not going to go down that (laughs) rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, those are our madness bets of the week. Hopefully, one of those hit. But yes, I know you're in
1: Singapore. You you might say? want to get if you're in Singapore listening right now. you yes. might want to get in on that early before the odds change. I looked up my change.
0: analytics here, and I had a whopping 15 percent of my viewership in Singapore. I had seven percent in Germany. I had uh, what was it? Two percent in Japan, and then obviously the rest was here in the United States. Oh, I did have a couple uh in England, couple percent in England, couple percent in Russia. Yeah.
1: So shout out to any of you guys that probably accidentally clicked on. This. Yes. This but those are
0: download analytics, though. You had to physically oh. download it, so it wasn't just I. I, don't, I can't view whoever ever listened property. to it. it. It's only downloads, oh. so it's hard to be accidental when you download something. That's,
1: that's crazy.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I've never
1: downloaded a podcast in my life. Well, you better start now. You got to pump these numbers up. I mean, who downloads it? Why wouldn't you just listen to it on your?
0: Oh, if you've subscribed, like my girlfriend Alyssa's saying right now, it automatically does. Really?
1: I didn't know that. Well, you're on the show, Corey. I I invited you on. You're not even subscribed. Oh, I'm subscribed, but I didn't know it downloaded. Oh, okay. You didn't know. They're always listening. Okay. All right. Good deal. Now rip your head off. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not unsubscribed.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Anything else you want to touch up on here before uh, before we end it here?
1: No, I got a pee, so <laughs> okay. put down a good bit of liquid during this podcast. So.
0: All righty. Well, I uh, think when on that note here, that'll be a wrap for this episode of Montreal Madness. Again, Colby, thank you for coming on as a special yeah. guest. Appreciate it. Yeah. And while you're back on Christmas break, hopefully you'll be on uh, the next uh, couple weeks here.
1: Yep. I just want to say shout out to my mom, um, Marcy. Shout out MT. Shout out the Bucks. Uh, you know, I'd like to come on again. So, yeah, we'll Hope have to, to do have it again. Back. Thanks for having me. Um, next time it'll be hopefully under Barstool's name. Who that's knows? what I'm hoping for.
0: Maybe I can replace Tone Diggs on uh, the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Be D- the number one Steeler guy. Yeah.
1: Dave, if you're listening, I got your next caller daddy right here. <laughs> Just know I called it.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. All righty. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Montreal Madness. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.